Welcome back to part two. This is Trisha. And I am Evangelist Lori Ann, and we are just kicking it with Jesus. Amen. <laughs> We're still sick. I'm still a little slow. I'm sorry. Oh, that's so funny. Mm. So, uh,. I don't even know what episode, don't even ask me what episode we're on, but I know that the last episode you heard is part one, and now we're on part two, and we're just talking about Jesus, and we're talking about death. Yeah. So, we're just going to hop right into it and get going. Let me turn my timer on. We're a hot mess over here. Yeah. It's not COVID, praise God. It's not COVID. I mean, but we were both sick, so we are like, whatever. Let's and the crazy it. thing is, we didn't even see each other. No. Isn't that weird? Um, but everybody and their grandmother is sick. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, all right. So I don't really remember what we ended, but we did end on talking about death. We were talking about the movie After Death and how this life is like a dream. Mm. When your spirit comes out of you, that's real life. We went to go see After Death. After Death. There was a few of us. And the only thing, and I know I probably said this a couple weeks back, but the only thing that disappointed me about the movie was, and for whatever reason why you did what you did or didn't do what you didn't do, you didn't tell the viewers how to get to heaven. Because not all people go. You know, there's a stipulation. And Jesus Christ is that stipulation. And that, I think, bothered me the most. But overall, I, do I think that these people and the experiences were true? I do. I remember one of them, the man, that his car on the bridge was literally crushed. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It took from, I don't know, at nighttime till early right. in the morning to get him out. He's a pastor. Yeah. He was a pastor, and that happened to him. You know? And he was standing watching. Yeah. But they have his movie, and I remember watching it, was called 90 Minutes in Heaven. Mm. And, I mean, it was kind of, it was all right, but when he started to describe heaven, you know, you were talking about the people that we'll see. Mm -hmm. But I remember him saying, you know, the air, the flowers, they sing. And how beautiful is that, especially when I'm a worshiper. So mm -hmm. that's like right up my alley and cannot wait. Well, like Jesus had said too that the rocks will cry out. Come on. I think that's such a beautiful thing. Because I I think to myself, and I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but so in the book of Revelations in the book of Ezekiel, they say that the four living creatures stand before God the Father. And they say constantly, holy, holy, holy. And God never 
get sick of hearing that. The elders, the 24 elders, never get tired of casting their crowns before God and kneeling before Him. That's such a beautiful, I mean, that's the song that's singing in heaven on a constant basis and nobody gets tired of singing it. How many times do we worship to the same song and people get sick and tired of hearing it? But every single song should be lifting up Jesus, right? Right. It's, it's just beautiful to me. So you really do just live. It's more alive in heaven, I think, Trisha, than it is here. I just think that's so wild to think about. Like, that's when your life, you always think like, oh, your life begins when you're born. <coughs> right? At conception, Come when on. does life begin? Life begins when you die. Yep. And that's the truth. But it's not good for everybody. And I was, so last week. Yep. We talked about Mark 8, take up your cross. So I play that game, Bible Rula, every once in a while. And I would, was reading that, that that time. And as I was reading, I was like, oh, well, what does 9 say? I started reading 9, and I flipped over my apologetics Bible. Mm. And I love this Bible because it has, like, little articles in it. And it says, why would a good God send people to an everlasting hell? Because that's the famous question. Right? And it just has like a couple questions in here. And one of the questions stuck out to me. Again, I don't know what it is. I don't know what God's trying to say. Well, I know what God's trying to say. That this world is all about self. Mm -hmm. It says... Where is it? Oh, right here. But wouldn't persons in hell really want to be with God if they knew what hell was like, <laughs> you would think yes, right? It says no. Those who resisted God on earth continue in their hard-heartedness thereafter, just as those living for God on earth continue to enjoy him. God's holy presence would truly be hell for those wanting their own way. We have no hint from scripture of repentance in hell. Rebellion, hate, and selfishness continue. The rich man in hell Come on. is remorseful, not repentant, not wanting to change, but to find relief. Come on. That's sad to me. That's so sad. I, can, I feel like it's so sad because I was so selfish. And we all are, if we're going to be honest, we're all selfish people, but that's something that was really hard for me, and it still is, and I'm still working through being selfish on my needs and what I want. But imagine being in hell, like that rich man, I, and I've read that story, Lazarus and the rich man and Abraham, right? He doesn't ask for a pen. He asks for him to dip his finger just to cool him off. In water, just a little dip of water. And do you think at, at that point, don't you think that the rich man in hell knows that he can't come out? Yes, 
And I think that at that point, like, you know, in a sense, because he even said it, like, go tell my family not to come here. Mm. But I think the selfishness is really what eats a person away, even in afterlife. You're just so selfish and so self-absorbed that even in hell, you're just thinking about yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. See, my brain is going somewhere completely different because, you know, you're talking about that and he says, well, send, send somebody to my family so they don't come here. And he said, even if somebody dies and comes back, they're not going to believe him. How many people go see that movie and they still live how they want to live? Do you know what I mean? Right. I think that when you, Trisha, even when you go into the book of Revelation, you know, there's people that are saved in that time frame. And it's horrific. The Holy Spirit's not here. It's horrific. It's right. hard times. The rich, the powerful, all of a sudden the Bible says, and look, I, I read it the other day. God opens the heavens. He opens the sky, Trisha. And all those people, instead of repenting, instead of repenting, so they can make heaven their home, you clearly see him now. The sky is split open like a scroll, the Bible says. You can see heaven. You can see the throne. And instead of repenting, you're asking for the rocks to fall on you to kill you. Hello. So it's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. We're still... Self-absorbed. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. Like, you're not taking my power. Right. That's it. And I just, please, Jesus, don't let me be like that. Come on. Please, Jesus, continue to change my heart because I don't want to be self-absorbed. Come on. I really don't. Selfish. Me. It's just so crazy because... A heart of gratitude. Right. You That's know, what I've been saying to Jesus, Trisha. Let me every day be grateful for something that you've done. Right. You know, not to talk about Pastor Mark again. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about him. Go ahead. Let's talk about Mark Driscoll. Let's pass Mark Driscoll. I love that guy. He said... He, I was watching another sermon, but he was talking about the end times and what the end times are going to look like. He had said, he's like, right now, and I keep hearing this over and over again, and it's so true, like, right now, like, hell can't reign, right, fully? Right. Because the church is still here. Who's the church? Us, believers, yeah. followers of Jesus, right? The people that pray, the people that are followers of Jesus. They're here. However, it's getting close. Because you can see it spread. He goes, look to any city, Chicago, New York, uh, L.A., there's the church isn't there. And look how damaged and dirty and broken and sinful it is. And just, it's spreading. Yep. And it's so true. Like, it's going to be a billion times worse when rapture happens and the people are really gone. And God just said this to me a couple months ago that it's going to be so hard for the people that get saved because there are going to be people that are saved during rapture. 
It's going to be so hard for the people to hold on to Jesus. And I just... I just wish that I could just convince everyone. Come on. You know what I mean? And I know it's not me who convinces, and I'm not trying to say it like that, but it's just like, I don't even care if you're my worst enemy. Come on. You know, I don't want you to end up there. And that's the truth. See, and I think it takes... I think it takes um, a heart that has been transformed by Jesus to understand what we're talking about. Right. So for all the haters that are going to blow up our Facebook, okay, okay. But do your due diligence and see if what we're saying is not true. Right. Investigate it. Right. And see. Don't just take somebody's word. Listen, I don't care what anybody says. The next thing on God's calendar in heaven is the rapture of the church. Right. It is the taking away, the being caught up. That's next on the calendar. And then, yo, it's on and popping. I was just saying this to my cousin Bethany. Like, Jerusalem is surrounded. So, if they go and make a peace treaty. Another thing that Pastor Mark said was that the Antichrist is already here. Absolutely. He doesn't even... So it, he's a person. He's not an AI. He's not a computer. He's, he's an actual person. Yep. <clears throat> and do we? does he know that he's the Antichrist? Who knows? However, it's going to happen. And if... Israel signs a peace treaty. And mark our words. If Israel signs a peace treaty, seven-year peace treaty, that's when the Bible do, says, do, do, do. right? That's when the Bible says the Antichrist is going to rise. So I was just telling her, I was like, it is on and popping. If that peace treaty, that's all I'm waiting for. I look at Israel's news all the time because I just want to know what's going on. You know, I was watching... What is it, CBN? 700 Club? Yeah. I don't make it a habit to watch that. I don't know why. It just... But I watched it the other day. Yesterday. And there was a man that wrote a book. Israel in the genius of it. Trisha. If you really investigate Israel... And the people of Israel. Patricia clearly, clearly, the hand of God is upon that country Mm. and those people. Clearly. It is so, we as United States, if we would just turn and focus our attention on how they are doing things. Right. And put God, he said, 80% out of 100, 80% of the people still every Shabbat, so every Friday night, 
they shut down everything. Everything. And they celebrate Shabbat because God said so. The Sabbath. Right. <clears throat> and Trisha, God blesses them. And they don't even have Jesus. I was just... Trisha, what does that say? Right. So how is it that we, who have the Messiah, who have Yeshua, why do we complain so much about our lives? Right. That's why I really feel like we, as God's people, who are called by God's name, he lives in here. We need to be that person that, what are you grateful for today? What will you be grateful for tomorrow? And I mean, like, for real, for real, what are you grateful for? What has God done? It blew my mind how that country is. Blew my mind. I mean... I was just going to say that too, and they don't even, a lot of them don't believe in Jesus. No, nope. they're still waiting for the Messiah. And I, I, and it's funny because, not funny, but the Palestinians are literally waiting for the Antichrist. That's what they believe. They believe that the Antichrist, Allah, they don't call him the Antichrist, but it's backwards in the Bible from what the Bible is. It's like these two nations. It's really two spirits, right? No. It's, it's two God. brothers. Right. It's, it's Ishmael. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. And Isaac. That's how it goes. Right. We need to be praying for both sides, though. Because if rapture happens, they just because they're God's people, they, they're not going to get raptured if they don't have Jesus. No. Listen. In Revelations, there's 144,000 evangelists, and they're all Jewish. There's going to be... So, listen, how do you think those people, that the Holy Spirit's gone? Right. How do you think all the people are going to know who Jesus is? Because those 144,000 evangelists, they're preaching... The two witnesses are standing there testifying. It's yeah. not a time that I'm going to want to see. No, man. I'm I glad I'm, I'm going to be out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's going to be powerful. And those 144,000 are going to get a name that nobody will ever be able That's to have. That's great for them. But. However, <laughs> right. for them. Hello, bye. <laughs> see you later. Take me on a... <laughs> Let me meet you in the clouds because <laughs> I am. On. My thing is, is like thinking about rapture, right? And we don't know when it's going to happen. We could die before it happens. We don't know. We don't know. We can just see the signs. And that's all God says. Look at the signs, right? So we're not saying that rapture is going to happen tomorrow. But when it does happen, and the 144,000 are just what? In Israel? Like what about They're America? What about... China, what about all, like Australia? Like the whole world is gonna be under rapture, right? It's gonna be under the, it's the whole world. So, how are the people 
that live not in Israel going to here. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the 144,000 are not being raptured. Right. But what they I'm don't believe. That, are they all going to just be in Israel, though, is what I'm saying? No, they're going to go, Whoosh, because that's going to be their calling. That's what God, I believe with all my heart, that's what God is going to call them to. Certain amount from the tribe of Judah, certain amount from the tribe of Zebulon, and on and on and on. And they're just going to go, and it is going to be the greatest revival of all time. Can I just say really quick, because now that I'm talking about, thinking about Ishmael and Isaac, why is it always going to be the female that messes everything up? Right, Eve? Right? You got to go and you got to go listen to Eat the apple, right? Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Who would have thought it was a good idea <clears throat> to have your slave sleep with your husband because you were being impatient? Who was the other one? Um, who was Jacob's mother? Rachel? Rachel. She's another one. But. She should. Because now look it. We have two. Because that's exactly what it is. It's. Not spirits, it is brothers fighting against each other, and they don't even realize it. Can we just say? Because they do believe in Allah, though. But there's always been different gods. Always. So if it wasn't them, it would it'd But been... what I'm saying is Allah believes that what the... So I was just reading about it. <coughs> listen to it. They're waiting for the rise of the Antichrist. I don't know how they put it or how they say it, but that's what they're waiting for because that, they believe, is their Jesus, like is God, because we're wrong. Jesus isn't coming back because he never actually died. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, how? and it's really, if you just keep stemming it back, it is two brothers because... But it was in the beginning too. Do you remember that beautiful story that you told about Adam? I mean, um, Abel and Cain. Right. And how God said to Cain. Right. Sin is crouching at the door. Right. Master it. Right. You have a choice at that point. And it's the same thing today. We have, have a, a choice. choice. And most of the time, our selfishness in who we are and what we want, we were led, especially women, were led by emotion. Right. Clearly. <laughs> it's all over the Bible. Just read about it. <clears throat> over and over. But we are a selfish people that it's, well, what's going to make me happy? Let me tell you right now, follow Jesus isn't always happy. Who are you trying to tell? Because when he <laughs> says, forgive that person, I don't want to. How about that? I can remember a time or two. What do you mean? But didn't you see what they did to me? And then I just get reminded, like, let me worry about the consequences. Because he's always better at it. And he's always got our back. It's hard though. But it's hard to not be selfish. Come on. You just made a face like your sister. Well, we are sisters. Yep. You just <laughs> made a face just like your sister. 
Uh, at least it wasn't my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time, so. <laughs> uh, anyway. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, it's not a good thing, this, this little cold right here. So, you know, I just think that Trisha... I just want to read one more. Um, yes, go. I just want please. to read one more thing and then we can close. Why did God create people he knew would reject and be separated from him forever? <laughs> Despite God's desire that all be saved, many still resist. What if some, believe, what if some become more resistant no matter how loving God is? Should God not create those who would respond to his love simply because of others who would refuse it? What if God created a world in which a maximal balance of least condemned the most redeemed was realized? This is not unloving. Because, like, it wouldn't be fair. Just because there's so many people that resist God, what about the people that don't not resist God? What about the people that don't that do follow him? He is a loving God. You know, I was gonna say, well what about what if those people have never heard, but clearly they have because I think every religion knows about Abraham knows about Moses and I'm sure that they know about Jesus whether they want to continue to think that he is just a prophet or he was who he said he was I don't know but well most religions talk about Jesus do they majority of religions talk about Jesus they just don't talk about him as the son of God they either say he's a great prophet, a great teacher. So where do they get that from? Because Jesus is the only way, the truth and the life. That's why he is in every religion. Because they all know that he is, is the real way. So, But they're trying to distort it. <clears throat> so if God has clearly given you the GPS to his house... Selfishness. And you decide that you're not gonna take the roads that he told you to take to his house thinking that you could go a totally different way, taking other roads well, I and a this different way highway. Mm, you're not gonna end up at his house. But then I got lost. Okay. Because we think that we can do it on our own. So, can you walk up to somebody's house and say, okay, well, I'm moving in? No. <clears throat> no, you cannot. It doesn't work like that, I suppose. You know, the sad thing is... He really is the only way. And again, it's, it's... Because this life is but a vapor. And our life starts when we die. 
I think a lot of a lot of people, Trisha, and I, you know, I'm just speaking out of my own heart. I think a lot of people get pissed off with the whole, I don't want to talk about this and I don't even want to hear you because it makes me infuriated mm. when you start talking about God loving me and Jesus and because something happened. Right. Where it was a godly person, godly person that hurt them. And they represent God. So how could that... Because that was one of the things on our Facebook page. And... The person was talking about how a priest could, you know, molest children and, you know, and then call themselves a priest and God's servant. God gives people free will. Right. And that's the biggest, that's the point. And that's the hard part because your free will and what you're dabbling in and what you're tapping into, man, stop that nonsense. Because if you keep dabbling in pornography, you keep dabbling into stupidity, what do you think is going to overtake your brain? Right. Right. Because over a computer, it's not going to satisfy no more. Right. Now you're going you're gonna to stop. And you see it all the time. Not just that. Look at serial killers. I remember watching, and I don't know if it was Jeffrey Dahmer or I, I can't remember, but it started off, you know, stupid things, killing cats and dogs, right. and and then all of a sudden it just became people. Uh, it's just well, crazy. That's a lot about death. For this one. <laughs> We're all done with it. We're done. Let's We're not done. talk about death anymore, please. The next time we are on, we are <coughs> not going to sound like this. So. In Jesus' name. That was a good, uh, yeah. a good talk. Okay. So until next time. Want to pray for everybody? No, you can. I can be. <laughs> She's like, I can't even talk. <laughs> Precious Heavenly Father, for every listener, I pray that you would touch them with the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Father, if there's any people, Father, that are contemplating anything that we've said and are wondering whether or not you are real and that you hear them, I pray that you would show yourself real unto them. I pray, Father, for those that are struggling in their hearts to even believe, Jesus, that you're real because of the pain that they've had to endure, the the suffering behind a smile. I pray, Jesus, that you would be their comforter and that you would show them how you've been there. I pray that you would fill them with peace and strength. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will continue to move upon 
our lives in such a way where we glorify you in your name. Father, I pray that this podcast would always be about you and only you. And Jesus, I pray that you would even use our rabbit trails. And I pray, Jesus, that you would be glorified in them. And Lord, we give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. That made me laugh. <laughs> it's the truth. Just oh, saying. Yeah. Thank well, God for our rabbit trails. I love them. <laughs> not always. I mean, sometimes I we go funny. It's like, fine. way off. We love it. Yeah. They love it. That's right. Until next time. We are just kicking, kicking it, it with Jesus. Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. God bless you. <laughs>